Real good. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode 162, an episode that promises to be a little more sports-packed than we have been of late. That, of course, is because, I mean, NFL season is in full swing. Week 2 was very eventful. The NHL preseason has kicked off, which I'm sure you enjoyed yesterday, John. But my name is Justin Morissette, and with me once again, as always, is... Stefan Hack. John Cullen. And uh, hey, guess what, boys? In seven episodes, the episode number will adequately describe my sexual history. <laughs> 169. There we go. And for those not in the room, when I mentioned the NHL preseason, John started jerking off. That's right. Touching my actual dick and balls in front of Justin. I wasn't miming jacking off. Yeah. I was actually... Yeah. Look, J- John Tavares may have had four points, right? I think it was three. Three. Two goals, three? one assist. He, okay. had two and, right. he had two and one, and Marner had one and two. Okay. Well, it's not that impressive. But Elias Pettersson had a very nice deke. Yeah. And actually, he did. He did look very good, but he deked um, out Ryan Strom right out of his jock. It's really but... funny how mad the Edmonton fans were on Twitter, and they're like, "Well, who won the game? It's a it's a preseason <laughs> game. Even if it was a regular season game, I wouldn't care." Yeah. yeah. Well, I like. Uh, well, in the funny well, who part, who was in net? Also, you know. Well, the funny part too was that um, it was like Jeff, uh, past guest Jeff Vayette who yeah. was the one who tweeted it. He's not even a Canucks fan. I mean, I think the Canucks are his second favorite team, but still, it's yeah. like Oilers fan. Like, he's a Leafs blogger, mm-hmm. and the Oilers fans are like, oh, you fucking, oh, you saying Ryan Strom sucks? It's like, yeah, yes. kind of. So yeah. do most Edmonton yeah. fans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, everyone was also mad. They're like, well, why didn't you gift the the Talbot save on Goldobin? From a great pass by Pedersen, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, well, because how many glove saves like that do you see every year? Like it's a ni- it was a nice save, obviously, but it's yeah. like one of the it's like not that interesting. I mean, Corey Hirsch on the broadcast last night called it one of the greatest saves he'd ever seen. That's ridiculous. Goldobin <laughs> shot it into his glove. Yeah, yeah. but Corey if, Hirsch played in an era where you strapped couch cushions to your legs and got out there and, that's hope, for true. The, and hope for the best. <laughs> that is true. I mean, it was a hey, nice Corey save. Corey is but a good man. I like. I never said he him. wasn't a good man. Doesn't mean I can't make fun of his this, hockey this takes. Is fine. Sure. I think you're a good man, and I've made 162 <laughs> episodes, essentially my career, shitting on you. So, <laughs> but okay, <laughs> it doesn't so, mean anything. It was a nice save, but if you if you look at it, Goldobin shoots it across the net oh, into yeah. his glove. It's the worst and, possible uh, angle that he could have picked. How often do you see players legitimately get their ankles broken with a deke? Like, you don't see that that often, yeah, where the no, player no. actually falls. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, the last one I can really Dets, think Datsuk of. had a couple. Datsuk yeah. had one with um, someone on San Jose, I think. Yeah, and the one... Joel, the- I want to say Joel Ward, maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. And there was the one when Bobby Ryan did the spinorama on Peter Harold. I remember yes. that when he that because that was kind of like the first guy to do the spinorama like that. And I remember yeah. and Peter Harold like took a dive. But yeah, you're right. It really oh, doesn't happen very often. It was on. It was on Couture. Oh, and it was okay, right. and it was legitimately like he he broke his ankles, like he fell down. 
Right. Because you don't right. you don't see that in hockey. Obviously, like an ankle yeah. breaker is way more of a basketball. No, term. it's in basketball all the time. Yeah. God, it's it's so so like that to me is way more impressive. And also, oh, I can't wait. I'm like, I know it was one preseason game. I'm just excited to have. Like, I didn't really watch that many games last year because I was living down here. But I'm moving back at the right time. It seems like obviously they're going to be a dog shit team. Yeah, have we talked about that at all. Is that a is that a announcement that you've just I don't made? know yeah I mean I've talked about it on the stream I don't know if I've officially talked about yeah but so I'm coming back to Vancouver because uh, my visa's running out um so I'll be back next week I, actually yeah I guess next week even when when this episode comes out this episode's coming out on a Thursday morning because uh, of scheduling conflicts on all our part um but uh yeah I'm back uh on the 28th of September You're coming home so. to reclaim your season tickets you know, yeah. go, go to as many games as possible this year. I am. I am. Well, as many. I mean, uh, I don't like. I have my my job now is the stream, right? Oh, so, right. Like, I'm. I. I. I'll be missing some games because of the stream. Speaking of, are you still able to get treats sent to you in Canada, or is that yes. an American yes. thing? Yes. Yes. No, I am. Yeah. No. So it's a Grubhub thing, right? So they oh. do it through Grubhub. And actually, our, a friend of the show, Chris James, who has started streaming a lot more now as well, set up Treat Stream, and he gets Nando's and sushi sent to him uh every stream he does that sounds great yeah he does an after show for our stream yeah but he gets good food you get like torturous slop so i (laughs) i took a lot of the bad stuff off treat stream (laughs) because it was like this is funny but also it got to the point where i mean obviously the tuna stuff but when the cynthia nixon bagel came out oh yeah yeah so jesse immediately put that on treat stream we did a morning stream uh and someone ordered us well, three people ordered us three bagels, and then someone tried to order us a fourth one, and the bagel shop refused to make it because <laughs> they were so pissed off. And so we we removed that, and now it's like just no, like our friend Rohit um, bought us some KFC yesterday. It was oh, great. Right on, right on. Ed Zitron's bought us a bunch of pancakes recently. Um, so when I get up to Vancouver, I'm going to put, and also because I'll be living with my girlfriend again, and she'll be very pissed off if we're just getting weird food sent to us yeah. but if we're getting good food sent to us like that's what what chris does with his girlfriend is he puts sushi on there for his girlfriend so when they get sent sushi she has the sushi okay it's a good so you know it, it be- works out yeah your I'd- girlfriend's not gonna be very happy if you're just your refrigerator is just filled up with tuna marinara sandwiches yeah no so we're not doing that <laughs> if anyone if anyone who watches the stream is listening and i know there are we've picked up a lot of new listeners from the stream oh, okay um we're we're not doing the tuna marinara thing the nope. tuna marinara this, this is my jesse's toenail bit the tuna marinara bit is canceled it's retired i it's bet retired, uh, yeah. i bet that irene wishes that she was on the list so you'd finally you know well I see, okay i see what you're but look all right Anyway, we're gonna put normal food on there. I don't know what is on. I have to. I have to. I haven't really looked at our new our new neighborhood, what the food situation is. So I'm looking forward to. Um, I get back on the Friday. We're gonna walk around the neighborhood and kind of check things out, and see what's around you're there. Just so. Scoping out possible treat stream locations. Well, that's in the back of my mind. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be like, oh, this is gonna be a great place for like a date, a date night on a Friday. And it's really, it's like, no, this is this is a good place for some fucking. 
weird freak to send me uh, pizza for well, free. Well, you're just going to, like, she'll get so mad because you'll just keep turning down restaurants so you can find all. And she be like, okay, let's go here. No, no, no. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Re- keep, keep talking amongst yourselves. I'm going to check kind of the Grubhub Vancouver setup right now. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, Talk well. amongst yourselves. <laughs> well, okay. Speaking well, we of food. And well, you can help me out, too. Yeah, Stefan, so, I, think, go ahead, I think you yeah. can still weigh in on this. First of all. Yeah. I want to thank uh, all my brothers and sisters who stepped forward last week to pledge their support uh, to Italian Beef Solidarity. I do appreciate that very much. Uh, but speaking of, of Chicago food, I do have one more thing, and then I'm done with this subject. I yeah. I know okay. we dedicated a, almost a whole episode to it last week. Yeah. But this is I We're I don't know if desperate. this is a Chicago thing. This might be an America thing in general. I thought it was extremely fucked up and weird, and maybe you guys can. Back me up on this or tell me if I'm being crazy and you've heard okay. this in Canada. Yeah. I Okay. So you know that, you know, one of the meals that upset you guys was the... All of them. The bacon uh, mac and yes. cheese burger. Yeah. Yes. That was upsetting. But I got a burger another place too. And both times I got, I ordered a burger. The waiter said to me, how would you like it cooked? Oh, yeah. That's normal like in a, America. Like normal a steak. Yeah. That's regular down here. But it's not... That's fucked up. I you I've <laughs> never ordered a burger at a Canadian restaurant and be asked how would you like it? I would like it cooked. It's ground beef. It's not a fucking steak. I, no, but I I don't mind that. I've asked for like a medium rare burger and it's a it's a nice change of pace. Yeah. I'll usually I'll usually just do medium to be safe. Yeah. But, um it is it is annoying when it's like cuz it puts you on on your back foot where you're like, "Oh, I didn't think I had to think about this." A little bit. Like, what is what is it usually like? Uh, I guess like medium is just but obviously also, like, like the safe one. But. It wouldn't be a, like a rare burger. Rare ground beef sounds like a recipe for just you know salmonella it, or whatever. It, uh, well, E. coli. That. E. coli. Yeah, that's the, the one. Sorry. The medium the rare salmonella is, it, is the chicken one. That's it's right. nice to have. It's nice to have like a juicy burger that has like the. You know what I mean? Like sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You, I don't want it to be overcooked. I don't want it to be overcooked, but. That sort of comes with the territory of assuming that I want a burger to be. Yeah, cooked. you got to go to the U.S. more often, man. That's all over the states. I so thought it, it was is, really yeah. fucking weird. To, to, the, to the point where that's what I'm used to. So when I order a burger down here, it's like I'm gonna have to say how it's done. But when I yeah, when I first got down here, it was like oh, that's a little weird, and you get used to it. And now I'm gonna have to adjust to all the Canadian stuff again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like paying uh, thirty-seven dollars a month for healthcare. And, <laughs> Uh, well, honestly, I am. So what I'm going to miss the most, other than the many friends I've made down here, and there are a lot of them, uh, Trader Joe's. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm going to miss Trader Joe's because that and because Pirate Joe's got shut down last year, I think. It did. So, yeah. It did, yeah. Not that that was really even worth going to because it was such a huge markup. But Trader Joe's, if you've never been, is like, first of all, it's like good food. Everything there is good. Even mm-hmm. their frozen food is good. And the, and the pre-made meals are good. But it's like dirt cheap somehow. Also. Yeah, it's like it's like the price of going to uh, like a no frills, but there are frills. <laughs> it's a no frills with the frills. <laughs> with the frills so left it's, on. So it's, a, it's a frills. It's a frills. It's yeah. a frills. But it's so cheap. The food is great. The snacks are so good. You can get a six pack of beer for like three dollars, and it's not terrible beer either. I'm really gonna miss that and having to go back to like. Well, no frills. Yeah, probably. have you had like their their like dill popcorn? Yeah, it's, it's so great. Good. Or like the 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 snap peas. You had those? Uh, I haven't done that. They're like snap pea chips, sort of. Oh my Ooh. god! Yeah, those Ooh. are those are green. Just uh, well, no, that sounds that sounds new. 
It is. I think it's relatively new. It yeah, was new when I, it came down last year. I don't think I've seen that. Uh, but I'm going to miss Trader Joe's a lot. I'm going to miss Venmo, the convenience of Venmo. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm also... the With Venmo, most of the time, it's like it's because you can't split the check anywhere. So I will... That'll kind of balance it out, being able to go out for, for food and splitting the check because they're yeah. incapable of doing it down here. Really? They don't do it down here. Yeah, they won't do it. They get really yeah. mad. Did I, have I ever told the, the Ellen story on the podcast? No, I don't no. think so. Oh, man. So... I'm eating popcorn right now. Don't what kind of popcorn? Just uh, regular popcorn? No. Uh, I got a couple bags of uh, kernels the other day. Oh, okay. So I'm currently eating the Super Kid popcorn, which is the like candy-coated one. Yeah, it, okay. looks, it tastes like Fruit Loops. It's very good. You could add that to the treat stream. Yeah, we, we got to get we gotta start streaming these episodes and get treats. Yeah. I could go for some... I could go for some treats. So when I went, uh, I went down to the States to meet a couple friends... And we met in Seattle. We went to this restaurant. Yeah. And it was just a great, it was actually my first time meeting this one guy. It was a mutual friend, uh, an internet guy. We, we knew known each other on the internet for a long time. We met up um, and me and another buddy both knew this guy from the internet. We met him in Seattle. We had a great day. We went to the, see the Jays play the Mariners. And then the next day we'd go out for a nice lunch in Seattle. We have this kind of cute server named Ellen. She's really nice. Everybody's having a great time. We're like, oh, great meal. This is a great way to leave Seattle. Then we ask her to split the check, oh, and uh, yeah, no. man, you would uh, you would think that we murdered uh, her dog in front of her because she got immediately so upset, and then uh, she was like, re- like okay, and she seemed very confused by this whole thing, but she agreed to do it, so she split the check, and then when she brought it back, it was done wrong. So and her demeanor like totally changed. Like once we asked her to split the check, she be- turned from like this sweet, cute girl to like the meanest person alive. And then we are like, oh, you actually. And so then we were mad at her for being a bitch at that time. So we were like, okay, sp- you got to get this right. You split it wrong. Everything's I told you. wrong. What did I say last week? I learned it from watching you. What? You just called someone a bitch. You didn't. That she was being a bitch in that moment. Oh, I don't. Okay. I don't call people a bitch <laughs> just as a joke. Anyway. So we go to, uh, so yeah, so we go, uh, so she goes back to split the checks and we were, we were sitting in a booth and you know how sometimes like booths will be right adjacent to like where people walk to like the washroom or Mm -hmm. out of the restaurant. So we're sitting in a booth and instead of coming around to the table, she literally walks on the other side of the booth down that walkway and throws the check over top of the booth uh, into the middle of the table. And so now from now on. Me and my friends call any th- those three friends any situation where it's looking really good and then it turns bad, we call it getting Ellened. And so then I taught a girl named Ellen. I didn't even know that people were still named Ellen, like teenagers. It's like two years ago. I tell this whole story to the whole class and I told her that I refused to call her Ellen because she was really nice. And to me, Ellen is a bad name. So I just called her Stephanie. Ah. <laughs> well, when you said the Ellen story, I thought you were, I thought it was going to be like some kind of run in with Ellen DeGeneres. Well, but it I turns mean, out she's Ellen Degenerate. Oh, got her. Okay, go. Pretty good. Got him. Pretty good. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think part of it is that like if you, they're just not used to splitting the check. Like they they can do it oftentimes, but they're not. It's not like up in Canada where everyone's like assuming that's what's going to happen, so they keep track of it. Mm-hmm. And well, so it's like. Oh, I have to go back and remember what every, everyone had. Whereas uh, yeah. up, he, up in Canada, it's like, yeah, well, we, that's just the norm. We track who's on what seat and who ordered what and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, exactly. But when I was down there like six years ago, I don't even think they had debit cards. It was like cash or credit, and that was yeah. it. 
they just added the chip like two or three years ago and people are still confused by it. And you look at like the, the card machine and they all say like tap, like on the machine and then also on like the screen as well. It's like, so these machines have the ability to let you do the tap card thing, mm-hmm. but you can't. They don't have that. Like, it's that's so insane to me that that's still not down here. And when it is down here, it's going to shut the entire country down. Yeah, what's so. going on down there? Uh, well, I'm getting out of here. So, <laughs> are you? Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm losing my voice over here. Jesus, Justin's dying over sorry, here. Sorry, sorry. I did pick up like uh, some kind of contagion on the plane that I still have not been able to shake, and that's yeah. two weeks ago. See, now. See, I don't think I agree. I get, I'm. I gotta call bullshit on this whole because you said you got sick from a lady that sat ten rows behind yeah, you, who was like, <laughs> who was like hacking for like. 25 minutes. Nah, guys. She sounded like she was coughing so hard, it sounded like she was like puking, you know? Like when it's like that kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I just think that like if you. I don't know. I've been on lots of planes and I've never gotten sick just like, oh, I rode a plane. Well, I'm sharing the same air with that person for hours on end. So? I'm in a self contained little metal tube. There's nowhere for those germs to go except. All around. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't don't... sick when I got on the plane. Okay, there's could be many other reasons why you got sick. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, for example, my food and alcohol intake. Over it was the more. Of the that's kind of what I was leaning towards. The whole like uh, complete lack of nutrition for seven days. Might have might, that might have had something to do with it. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. You know what? I cannot uh, dispute this. Yeah, that was really more what I was going for. But uh, yeah, okay. Well, we yeah we were gonna talk about sports this week. What do you guys yeah. want to talk about? I Monte mean, Davis retired halfway through a game. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Should we talk about that? Just, that? So just yeah. put on his street clothes and was done. That's so dope, man. Apparently, like the one the Buffalo like linebacker, pardon me, that was talking about it after the game, and was just basically like, I've never seen that before in my life. And they were like, What did he say? And he's like, He didn't say anything. He just talked took all his pads off and got in his clothes and just walked out. Amazing. Apparently he did an interview with Mina Kimes today and basically said like he's never felt more free and it's like the best decision he's ever made or whatever. So it's, you're kind of like on one hand, you're sort of like, ah, good for you. You know, like that's pretty cool that you, you know, were in this barbaric job that I think most of us can agree is a little bit fucked up to be like, "Ah, I'm out of here now. Well, he doesn't have to live in Buffalo anymore. Either. Well, there's also that, yeah. Yeah, uh, Davis said he was able to pinpoint the exact moment he made the decision. It came with 47 seconds left in the first half, just after the Bills had cut the lead to 28-6. to I went to the bench after that series, and it just hit me, Davis said. I don't belong on that field anymore. <laughs> I didn't feel right. I didn't feel like myself. Uh, just before halftime, he went up to Bills defensive backs coach John Butler and told him, I'm done. <laughs> Sounds That's like so funny. sounds like oh me God. on my last day of subbing elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> this, is, this is too young for me. Yeah, I, I I probably made some kind of extremely sarcastic comment to a seven year old who didn't understand what I was saying <laughs> or what like, I meant. I'm too old for this. I don't and belong I, here. Yeah, they started crying, and I was like, I don't belong on this field. <laughs> Get me out of here. And then I went to the principal, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> now it's high school only for me. Leaving it's was just... therapeutic, he said. I left everything the league wanted me to be. Playing for my teammates while injured, the gladiator mentality, it all just popped. And when it popped, I just wanted to leave it all behind. 
So that's why I don't care what people say. That experience was personal and not meant for anyone else to understand. It was me, cold turkey, leaving behind an identity that I carried with me for so long. He says he feels free. He's the only guy who can say that he left it all on the field. Literally. Because <laughs> everyone was still on the field at the time of his retirement. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, ah, I could retire after the game, but traffic would be pretty light right now getting out of here. That would be pretty <laughs> sweet. What a nice bonus. Yeah, I feel like I would like to I would like to retire in a kind of similar fashion. We've got kind of a question like that. We're not answering it this week, but what's a what could you what would you guys imagine like retiring in the middle of? What's something that you guys would want to The like uh, what what scenario would Yeah, where? like a job or just like a life situation. It'd be the stream for me and it would be if Jesse beat me in NHL 19, which we're we're going to be playing soon. So But did Jesse he... beats me in NHL? Well, he because he beat Chris at FIFA. Yeah, which is unexpected. But Jesse has gotten pretty good at FIFA. But I'm, I think the the difference between me and Jesse in NHL is is way larger than the difference between Chris and Jesse at FIFA. But wasn't Jesse kind of shitty at FIFA when they played their game, or like was, hadn't played it that much? He hadn't played it that much, but but I think FIFA is also an easier game to pick up compared to NHL. Okay. I don't know. FIFA's pretty hard to pick up. I would say. I think they're I, th- bo- I think they're both hard to pick up. Yeah, yeah. But in any case, that that to me, I would retire, uh, and I'm throwing it down right now. If Jesse beats me in NHL, I mean, in, within like the first week, because he's going to pick it up and, and become better at it, obviously. But I will not allow him to beat me in the first week. When I was, was- like, when I was like 16, I was working. A, I got a job as like a dishwasher at like a little eatery in uh, my neighborhood. It's called the Bakehouse. I don't know why I named the business. Anyways. Uh, and like, doesn't matter. The owner was just such a fucking asshole over the course of the one shift that I worked there, that like at the end of the day when you know everybody cleared out and it was just a big stack of dishes left in the uh, in the dish pit, I did all the dishes and then I looked around and I said to myself, you know what, I am never coming back to this job ever again. So I just made myself a fat sandwich in the kitchen and I just took my sandwich. <laughs> And I walked out the door, and I never came back again. That's like my walk-off-the-job moment. Though I still finished the job, I just took a big sandwich in lieu of uh, payment for the day. So, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. there you go. Justin Morissette will work for sandwich. I'm trying to think of other... Uh... I Yeah, like, I've had... I got to quit three jobs in one day. I think I've talked about that on the oh, pod. Oh, really? When I, got, yeah, I think you have, yeah. When I got my teaching job, I was I was working as a courier for my mom's company. I was working part-time on the weekends at Sport Check, and I had just got a job as a tutor. I'd interviewed for the teaching job, and I knew that I was on the short list, but they just didn't have the money to hire me, like, right after I did the interview. That's the kind of how it works when you work for the government sometimes. Mm-hmm. They run out of money or whatever. And so, yeah, so... I got the teaching job and uh, yeah, I, I literally, I quit all three on one day, but wasn't really like, a, I mean, those aren't really retirement moments, you know, um, how could I retire from, I would like to retire from this show. I got fired from the brewery while I was in Chicago. Oh yeah. You I, haven't talked about this on the wait, show. What? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Because you forgot, forgot you worked there. I forgot to book the, the dates <laughs> off that I was gone. And then I tried. I tried to drop the shifts that I was scheduled for for Labor Day weekend because obviously I'm not in the city and cannot work them. And I got a message back being like, 
uh, I don't think anyone's going to take these shifts, so you're going to have to work them. And then I wrote back, like, well, I'm in Chicago, so I don't know how I will do that. Oh, my God. And then God. I got another message back, and I don't know what it is, because there, there was, like, a workplace app that I was on that was, like, you know, you, that's what all the scheduling went through, and you could message with coworkers and management and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I got a message, and I was like, yeah, I'm at, I'm at a Chicago Bears game right now. I'll check that later. And then when I went to check, I had been removed from the workplace. So I got fired for uh, for not booking off the time. But you know what? I was only working there to make money for the Chicago trip anyway. So it's all good. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I'm fine with it. You're what? You're 31 or 32? <laughs> 31. And you forgot that you had a job. Well, I have multiple <laughs> jobs. That's a good. Yeah, no, that's good though. To have that. That's but that that's, doesn't. Me, that, that's that's privilege to me to have so many jobs that you forget you have. One. <laughs> I, I was gonna say. I mean, I can't. I can't. I can't buy that as an excuse. Oh, I have multiple jobs. Yeah, I forgot. A, I have. He's a, a lucky man. I don't. I don't forget about the amount of jobs I have. I have two jobs basically, and it's this and the stream, and that's those are my jobs. <laughs> I don't well, forget that. That's kind I of remember a, that every day. That's kind of a privileged life too, though. I mean, realistically. Oh, well, it absolutely is. But I think having – like, man, imagine telling some homeless guy, oh, yeah, I got fired from my, one of my uh, 20 jobs because I forgot yeah. I had it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you yeah, have one of those jobs? You ever, been, you ever been working and then just forget you have a job? Yeah. I mean, if I were to tell the homeless guy about it, maybe he could have covered my shifts and I'd still have a job there. Well, I mean, there's always next time. <laughs> uh, I also I got suspended so from a job one time during the Olympics <laughs> because I had tickets to see uh, Canada play Germany in ice hockey, and obviously I'm going to go to that. Yeah. But I I was scheduled for a shift, and I knew somebody was going to get cut. Like we had too many people on, and like some people were on call and whatnot. And I called in to be like, look, I have tickets to this game. When they cut someone, make sure I'm top of the list to not have to come in tonight. And, you know, the hostess was like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll pass that message along. That message never got passed along. So somebody else got cut for the night and told not to come in. And I just never showed up because I was at a hockey game like I told them I would be. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, I got, I got suspended. And I was supposed to come back in for, like, a meeting to talk about my future going forward after, like, a week suspension or whatever. I just never showed up for that meeting. So, Noticing a pattern here, J-Mo. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. It doesn't uh, – well, clearly, I, ho I hope that this is not one of your references. Clearly the job didn't mean very much to me if I just didn't go back for the meeting. I mean, yeah, I guess not. We're not arguing with you on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, gotta, it's just so weird because, like, teaching is, like – it's a job where if I was to ever do something to get fired, I would never be able to do it again. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's kind of weird yeah. about, like, uh, I'm guessing most of these jobs are, like, food service industry jobs. Yeah, that was right? – uh, I was uh, working as a busser at a fancy restaurant in West Vancouver. Okay, yeah, so there you go. So, like, it's just so odd that – and I think that that's almost like an expectation in the food service industry. Like, oh, this guy's worked at eight different restaurants? Great. Who cares? Like, no one ever thinks, like yeah. – I wonder yeah. why he's worked at eight of them. Well, I got Whereas, fired like, from the brewery, and now I work at a different bar. Well, that's like, what I mean. Immediately. Within like, the same parent company. Well, that's also <laughs> so – that's what I mean. It's, like, so weird. It's, like, they can't even see the other – side. like, if I ever got no, no, fired – No, they know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's just, like, you're not going to Chicago again anytime soon. I'm, like, no. He's, like, all right. 
Come on in. Jesus Christ. And then you show up to the bar wearing your Chicago shirt and hat, and you're like, no, I don't know anything about Chicago. I don't how know how many episodes about. is it going to be before we stop talking about Chicago? Because we're learning new crazy things <laughs> yeah. every episode. No, I think that I don't have anything left after this one, I'm pretty sure. Justin killed a guy in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's the murder capital of the USA. I just figured that's what you do there. If you're in the oh south God. side, that's yeah. what everybody told me. Me and Chach uh, got really high one night. And just, <laughs> who knows what happened, man? Uh, yeah, that's. I just. It's just so funny to me because yeah, if I if I got fired from one teaching job, I'm fired from all teaching jobs. It's mm-hmm. never happening again. Although, but also, to be fair, to get fired from teaching, it's a pretty strong yeah. union. You're you did something pretty yeah. fucked up. I'm sure if I had like a servers union when I got suspended for going to that hockey game. Union would have stepped up to the plate for me and gone to bat, and I would, I probably could have kept that job. I mean, I don't. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they would have gone to bat for a guy needed to go to Olympics. I don't think that's really. Well, what the, am I? I don't think that's the union. Well, I don't what? think that's. I, in the, how did I not make the right decision there? <laughs> I'm not saying you didn't. I'm just saying I don't think that the union would. Okay. W- well, what's going to come around <laughs> again? The Olympics in my hometown, or some serving job at a restaurant? Well, quite clearly, the serving job. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk about video games. Yeah, because the Canucks are trying to ban video games. Yes. Or, well, is... okay, are they even trying to ban it, or did, like, Michael Delzato just say that he was like, okay, guys, no video games. Had... you got to go look at titties at the stripper bar. They've had what? conversations about not allowing Fortnite on the okay. road. On yeah. the road. I Apparently, see. a player came in during training camp, who, training camp who had stayed up the night before playing Fortnite. There was some sort of rumor going. I, so I more like training cramp, you mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so who knows who? It could have been someone just from Utica or whatever. I don't think it was anyone. If it was a big name player, I think we would have heard about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, could be Michael Carcone. He got cut early. He did get cut early. Yeah, which is surprising. But. Uh, I don't know. It's fucking stupid. I mean, they're just no one. The issue is they're not they're not staying up late. The issue is that old school players are like, why aren't they coming out to get fucked up with us? They're just staying in their hotel room gaming. That's literally friend, uh, what Michael Delzato said. He was basically yeah. like, like when I came up in the NHL, like you went out, you hung out with the veterans, and that's how you built team chemistry. And it's like now guys Jesus. are having land parties. Yeah, but that's like, how they build team chemistry now. But yeah. you're the young Ex- guys. Exactly. I don't care if fucking Pedersen is friends with Michael Delzato. I don't give yeah. a shit. Yeah, but well, like, he's gonna be off the team in a year. I don't care at well, all. Like Patrick Line had a story that he told last season about how they asked for a second television for the room so that they could play on two systems like side by side, and they couldn't get one. So he yeah. just bought a second TV, like yeah. ordered it to the hotel. It arrived. They like plugged it in and installed it. And then the morning after, he just left it there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so good. I never heard that. That's awesome. Line oh. seems crazy, though. Like, in that way. Like, he just seems like a really funny dude. But that's a team that's, like, super young. Yeah, like, totally. And super good, also. Yeah. Like, so, like... I- why not let them do that? It just seems like if you're if you're a freakishly good athlete, and now athletes take care of their bodies better than ever... It, it, like Michael Delzato is literally saying, like it's it's better if they go out and drink and do cocaine yeah. than it is to like sit in the hotel room by themselves and play video games. Like like I, as I was saying before, this is I think legitimately uh, the most important point is that I care if the young guys have chemistry with each other, and so if they're all hanging out and playing video games and playing Fortnite, a game where you have to communicate and where you're talking a lot, they're building chemistry that way in like a team building way, and they're not building chemistry with Brandon Sutter and. 
Michael Del Zotto and Sam Gagne and whoever, I, because those guys aren't going to be on the team when the team is good again. Yeah. So I don't care if Michael Del Zotto and and Brock Besser or whoever don't have chemistry because I don't care about Michael Del Zotto. Fucking no one does. Well, Eddie Lack weighed in on this. Uh, he responded to a tweet from uh, Wyatt Arndt yesterday and said, people are overreacting so much. From my own experiences, we play together, a bunch of guys on all the different teams I've been on in the last year. Isn't that more team building than watching Netflix by yourself in your room? That is realistically the only other option guys are doing. I get that GMs and coaches get upset with guys gaming all night, but that's not the case from my own experiences. Everyone that's here wants to make the NHL more than anything, even more than playing Fortnite. Which is like, duh. Yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously. But uh, you know, what was the big knock on Eddie Lack when he got run out of Vancouver? Guy was too friendly with the media. Well, the Dougie Hamilton thing too. The guy reads books and goes to museums. I wanted to go to museums yeah, and he didn't want to eat at Moxie's. Oh my god! So it's I'm just glad, like I'm glad it's changing. It does seem like there is like a sea change coming with the younger players. Like not only are players in the NHL like smaller and wiry now, which I appreciate, but <laughs> but they play video games all the time and and they're just like kind of like normal. They're just like kids and like I I'm, and I'm sure they still go out and, and drink and get fucked up or whatever. Of course, not, like like Dolan and Pedersen are just hanging out and playing Fortnite with the young guys and like that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know? but, but like it seems like the old school. You know, whether it's management or coaches, just guys who are from back in the day, like they will look for any stupid reason that they can possibly come up with to just write a guy off that they don't like. You know, yeah. if you just don't like a guy, you're going to find anything to back up why you don't like him, whether it's like based in reality or not. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, I don't like this guy for playing Fortnite. Oh, I don't like this guy for soliciting porn stars through other porn stars DMs on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, which one is worse? I don't know. (laughs) Is that Michael Delzato DMing Lisa Ann? Yeah, DMing Lisa Ann. Yeah, harassing her to like set him up. Well, I think that they dated for a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. I think Michael well, Delzato and Lisa Ann, or whatever, hooked yeah. up for a little bit, and then they broke up, and then like a year later, he like slid into her DMs being like, do you have any friends for me, basically? Do you know, yes. like, do you know anyone in this city? Yeah. Which is like, ew. Yeah, more like Michael mm-hmm. Del Nato. Yeah, maybe ban DMs on the road. Yeah, no kidding. Like, get, yeah, it's just so silly. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in Toronto this year because Kyle Dubas has kind of come out and said that he's down for the players doing whatever they want. Yeah. And I think that, like, Austin and Mitch especially and Willie, like, want to wear crazy shit. Like, they want to push it to, like, NBA levels of, like, pregame Wit clothing and stuff like that. I that's think great. Yeah, but I think it's good, gonna though. be. No, I agree. I I think like because Stefan was saying it's kind of getting away from the the staid and boring NHL. I think that though like that's it, so it, good. Toronto that, might yeah. be the kind of the vanguard for that. And that couldn't be a bigger change from Lou Lamorello, also, right? Oh, like, exactly. Yeah, but and like, what do we hear from everybody who spent any amount of time around Austin Matthews? Whether it's our own Austin Matthews insider Jackson Playfair and his appearances on this show, or like Justin Bourne was writing about it last week on Twitter a little bit that like this guy has a huge personality that he just never lets out for 
hockey culture reasons that he just doesn't want to, you know, stand out in any way because they've all been conditioned to be as boring and non-exceptional as possible at all times. Yeah. Like, if Austin Matthews is funny, like, if he is a genuinely funny person who can, you know, crack jokes during press conferences, all these things, like, that's nothing but good for the game. Totally. So why not let him be funny? I just, it's... I have to say, I'm not, I mean, you guys know my feelings about the Canucks, but I feel like uh, your guys' boy might be a good one, too. Patterson? Yeah, like uh, his interviews so far have been like really quirky and fun. Yeah, and, like, I think, dude, when he when he stares at the camera. Yeah, I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be good. I that scrum he had in Penticton when he was, was like just trying to get everybody off his back about his weight and said he yeah. weighed two thirty. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I <laughs> yeah, mean. How much did he weigh? Two hundred twenty five pounds. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Like I love that shit. So that's I, I feel it sucks. I got to cheer against him this year so that I can win our bet. Uh, which I don't know if that's gonna be good for me, but we'll see what happens. Look, 40 40, 45. 45. 45 was I the, feel the, like, I mean, obviously it was a preseason game yesterday, but he looks like he fits in. For sure. He looks good. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see how it goes. But yeah, he looks he looks pretty good. Part, part of it, obviously, is how bad the Canucks have been for the past little while. Well, he's going to get a lot anyone of... Doing, anyone doing anything exciting at all seems that much more exciting. For sure. I think he's, he's going to get a lot of power play opportunity and he's going to get a lot of top line opportunity. So their power play with Besser on one side and Pedersen on the other, because they both have a ridiculous shot. Yeah, yeah dude, totally. The power play looked good last night and Besser wasn't even playing. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. for sure. No, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to like him. I, I think I said on this podcast before that as someone who hates the Canucks and has to live here, and it, usually if I see an NHL game, 50% of the game involves the Canucks. Yeah. It was always nice to have the Sedins here because they were legitimately a joy to watch play. So for me, I'm just happy that Pedersen kind of looks like he might make the team worth watching. Like Besser's a great player too, but he's not – I wouldn't say Besser's flashy. He has a shot. He has a really good shot. Uh, mm -hmm. but he's not the type of guy like you're not necessarily like I'm going to go watch the game for Besser. Like he'll score a nice goal and you'll be like, Ooh, that was a nice goal. But yeah. like Pedersen seems like the type of player that is worth the money. I mean, to go see. with, with I, Hughes and Pedersen and Besser on the power play next year is going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. Hughes looks like a, he'll be a really fun player. Yeah. As we're well. talking about Jack Hughes, right? Oh, of that'd course. be great, too. Yeah. That'd be pretty crazy. If you guys get Jack Hughes, man, the rebuild might, even though you guys tried your best to fuck it up, it might actually go okay well, if you get Jack Hughes. It, well, if they get Jack Hughes, the rebuild is over. I think if you get Capo Caco, even, there's yeah. an argument. That I said this be. on the radio this week, though, but, like... Well, they let you talk on the radio? Everybody if, is always talking about, like, some grand NHL conspiracy. Like, oh, the league's going to step in and stop this thing from happening or make this thing happen because it's what they ultimately want. I think if ever that is going to be true, if if ever the NHL is going to step in and like rig a lottery in some ways, it will be to prevent Colorado getting first overall with Ottawa's pick because that's just like the nail in the coffin of the Ottawa Senators if that pick turns out to be first overall. Jack I, I think honestly, and I know it's. I don't want it to seem like the whole league revolves around Toronto, but once they didn't rig the lottery to put McDavid in Toronto and not only not put him in Toronto, but put him in fucking Edmonton. Yeah. That's when all bets that the league was rigged were well, off. You, you did yeah. get Austin Matthews the next year. Like. Oh, for sure. But I mean, come on, if you were ever going to rig the lottery, 
you put McDavid in That's Toronto. why you don't do it that year. Because <laughs> then <laughs> hey, whatever, will know. man. The NBA had no problem putting Patrick <laughs> Ewing in New York, so <laughs> don't even worry about it. We just got it. That's the Leafs had to get in there and start freezing the envelopes, sons <laughs> of bitches. Anyway, speaking of video games, yes, yeah, We're, uh, the Sony announced the PlayStation Classic today. I was never. I got to be honest. I never had a PlayStation, and I didn't play PlayStation until PS3. So the only PlayStation. So my sister had a PlayStation, and I played Spyro the Dragon a little bit. Okay. That seems a, like a game that could be on the PS that Classic. Be on there. What and were the ones that one were called, announced today? They announced uh, five games of the eventual twenty. One of them was uh, Final Fantasy VII, but then okay. a bunch of them were just like random. I think one yes, of them was, there was like, like two games I'd never even heard of. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. R4 Ridge Racer Type 4. I do remember that one. Yeah, I remember that one. Tekken 3, of course, classic fighting okay, game. Yeah, that one. Wild yeah. Arms, which looks yeah. like a Japanese RPG, maybe. Never heard of that one. I am not familiar either. Uh, and Jumping Flash, which looks Japanese as hell. I've never heard of that game. Wild Arms, but enough about Zach Parise's guns. Hey, Thanks, pretty guys. good. Or Mike right. Bibby's. <laughs> True. Or Brock Besser's. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. You guys really didn't get what I was doing there, did you? No. Zach Parise no. plays for the Wild. I mean, oh, right, on, right, right. I mean, oh, I thought maybe there was a – I just assumed there was a picture of him and he looked super jacked. Yeah, I thought he was guys, in the uh, – come on. I thought he was in the Mark Bergevin arms race, which Brock Besser Oh, Mark Bergevin is. was the – yeah, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway <laughs> – but okay, there's 15 blank slots. If here. you guys don't get that one, then there's no hope for our list. So you're both telling <laughs> me that, don't like hockey. that you never had a PS1. I never had a PS1. Oh, I was not an N64 guy. I was PlayStation. I was big really? time, big yeah. time. I was always Nintendo. I I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even get a PS2. I had a PS3, and that was only because sports games were just so bad on the Wii. I was like, I want to play a sports game. I don't want to play a sport. I don't want to stand up in my living room and like. Because I remember the first NHL game that came out for the Wii was the one that came with that plastic stick. hockey stick. Yeah, yeah. The Wayne Gretzky one or whatever. I was like, fuck this, man. So that's why I finally broke down and got a PS3 because I went a couple of years without playing FIFA. And then I was like, well, that's enough of this. So, but yeah, so I didn't have PlayStation. So, I mean, obviously, like Crash Bandicoot's going to be on there. It just got a remaster, though. So I'm not sure if they'll put it on because it just got the whole trilogy it, got re released. Right. Yeah, I feel Fair like enough. it's probably not worth putting it on there. And Spyro's right. probably getting a re release also. It I would is think getting a remaster also, yeah. So, but you would think, but those are like, to me, it doesn't really matter, though. Like, to me, those are seminal games I think that you got to have. Ape on Escape there. has to be on there. Well, just because you like it. Uh, no, Ape Escape mean... is the classic, and it's also a Sony, like, First party. I didn't think that people. I had never heard of Ape Escape until you. Was it actually I, like a big game? It was big. Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I could see Oddworld being on there. Oh that yeah. Was big. Yeah. yeah. Um, another underrated game that I I, I played a bit of uh, was Medieval, okay. where you were the ske the skeleton. Right. Remember that one? Oh, the cartoon skeleton. You know what'll be might be on there, but I don't know if it's a Sony game. Twisted Metal. Oh, that's Sony. That should Twisted be on Twisted Metal has to be on That's there. for sure Sony. Parappa yeah. the Rapper. I was also going to say that one too. Or its sequel, Um Jammer Lammy. Or both. Yeah. Why not both? Honestly? And wasn't yeah. um, was um, Earthworm Jim, was that a PlayStation exclusive? No, no, honestly, that goes back to like Sega. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, on you're like, right. Yeah. right. We were playing yeah. that for like Genesis back For then. some yeah. reason, I associate that with PlayStation. But yeah, you're right. What am I thinking of? Rayman? Was Rayman an original PlayStation? Uh, that maybe was. I mean, that's everywhere now. Yeah, but. I know now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm trying to because yeah, I really the PlayStation. I just rem- the only experiences I really had with PlayStation is I remember Tony Hawk coming out for it because it got released on yeah. the PlayStation way before N64. Oh man, if they put like Tony Hawk two on the PS Classic. I mean, I have I have Tony yeah. Hawk one two three four just for for N64 and then for GameCube. But yeah, that would be awesome. I'd but lose I just my don't mind think if they put one of the WWF games too. But uh, but doesn't it? Aren't they all Sony games? I guess they're not. No, because like, like Final like Fantasy, a bunch of these like are Square. Namco, right? Squaresoft. Yeah. I don't know what Wild Arms is. Because I remember reading an article today that was talking about. Um, I was reading a review of the SNES Classic, and they were talking about how some licenses are just so hard to acquire. So, like, if you were to get Tony Hawk, you'd have to re-license all those skaters and all like, the songs. Alyssa Steamer's like dead, and uh, she's not. But that I, it was just it was just like back when it came out, there was just like no female skaters. They're just like, oh well, this is like a person who's skated before. And they just like threw her in there, but um, no. I was, um, so the yeah, the one they the example they used for the SNES Classic was Turtles in Time, Ooh, being like like yeah. that would be one that would I have Turtles in Time for Super Nintendo or like the li- like the Lion King or Aladdin yeah. or one of those ones. Yeah, you know? totally. It's the, like, the licensing issues are going to be a nightmare. Yeah, so said, that's so. why I feel like Tony Hawk wouldn't get on there, but it would be pretty N- sweet. So the N sixty four Classic is more up my alley because yeah, I didn't, way I didn't, more up my alley my sister too. had a PlayStation and didn't really even play it that much. And I didn't play it at all, pretty much. Uh, but the N64, I played a lot. Hell yeah. And you did too. And, and Justin, you played N64, right? Yeah, of course. Like, uh, if I went over to a, like, a friend's house, I got it eventually. Somebody like right. gifted it to my, my brothers and I. After it was a dead system, they were like, I don't want this anymore. You guys can have it. Okay, so we should... like. Should we do 10 games or 20? Because I do want to figure this out here. I feel like well, we could nail... It'll probably be 20 in the end, but I feel like it, that might be a, a for lot N64? for us to name. For N64, would N64... Oh, I can name 20, no problem. No, 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 but... I, but, but like, still, what you think would be on games. there. I'm thinking we should try and name 10. Because I think okay. we could nail 10 that'll be oh, on there. Mario 64, for sure. Obviously. Yeah. Mario Kart 64, Definitely. obviously. I think... Uh, uh, I'm going to say Paper Mario is going to be on there. Ocarina of Time. Ocarina uh, of Time. Uh, yep. And even Majora's Mask, I would say. Yeah, both. they might even go Majora's Mask instead of Ocarina of Time because that's so many other places. Well, you know? yeah, Ocarina of Time got remastered for GameCube and yeah, they had the Master yeah. Quest and all that. Yeah, I think, uh, well, GoldenEye for sure. Yeah, um, maybe even Perfect Dark. GoldenEye yeah. might be hard from a licensing well, perspective. Well, I know. Well, though. for licensing and also Rare doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah, so, yeah that's but true. Yeah, you, like Banjo and Kazooie would get discounted for that too. Yeah, Banjo-Tooie. Like both those would be great, but those also got on that Rare replay disc or whatever right, yeah. that came out for Star- Xbox. Star Fox will be on there. Star, Star Fox 64. Yeah. What, do we, what do we have for... Conquers maybe, but I, I don't know if yeah, they want to put a mature yeah, game on there. That's true. I don't. And think that's so. that's rare, also. I think. I think yeah. you're gonna see uh, Wave Race, Killer Killer Instinct. I never liked Wave Race, but I think it'll be on there. Wave and Race also uh, Pilot Wings '64. I think yeah. is a good shot of. You being need on a there. fighting game for sure. Did you guys ever yeah. play Jet Force Gemini? I was gonna say that. That that's was a fun one. Uh, Jet Force Gemini is awesome. I that's yeah. the one I don't have for N64. I have Perfect Dark and I have Goldeneye. But um, I 1080 snowboarding, I bet. Oh, it's great. Oh, 1080 have, has to be. I have 1080 there. as well. Ricky Winterborn, my guy. Yeah. I'm thinking Killer Instinct Gold, the one that had yeah. like the gold cartridge. I could see that for sure. Donkey Kong 64, possibly. I mean, the rare issue is is again that's the problem here. Oh, you yeah. know what else? But uh, Donkey Kong is yeah they Nint- they made it, but it's still a Nintendo thing. Right, but yeah. Um, no. Also, yeah, like to me, I see a lot of those like early games that a lot of people didn't play, but that are N64, like Blast Core yeah. and Mischief Makers 
and um, oh, fuck. There was one you know other one be I was good. thinking of. It's a license issue again, but Star Wars Shadow of That's the exactly what I was thinking, yeah. Because yeah, that's like that, that was rocked. the big launch game, right? I remember everybody was playing that the winter that like N sixty four came out. Yeah. Yes. I feel as though that game was Mario great. Party. Oh, one yeah, of the Mario, Mario parties will be on Mario there. Party one probably, but Mario Party and three maybe is either probably te- the best one. Yeah, maybe either tennis or golf. Oh man, that'd be good. Fuck, see, there's so many good N sixty four. But there's games the, the thing is, there. there's also so many Mario games that I feel as though maybe they don't want to have too many. Yeah, because like the like Super Nintendo Classic is just full of like little niche games. Yeah, well, it's got, it's got a bunch yeah. of the the major ones, but it's also got like yeah. Super Ghouls and Ghosts and like yeah, Kirby's Dream Course. Yeah. Oh, you know, it'd be great. Excite Bike sixty four. Oh yeah, that'd be good. That too. game was so much fun. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, there's a lot. There's so many good games. Uh, I could see Wipeout. If Goldeneye is a licensing issue, I could see uh, Perfect Dark being. Yeah, instead of yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. we said that. Yeah, well, I I was looking up games at the time. Uh, That's okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I'm doing this all off the top of my head. I should go out and see what I have. Well, you know what I would love to see, but wouldn't be on there would be Uniracers. That's a super underrated N64 game. I know that's super. That's Super Nintendo actually. It's uh, you're just you play as uh, it's you play as a unicycle essentially, and there, you're there's no one on it. You're just you race a unicycle, and there's different courses. So like, there's ones where it's just for speed. There's ones where it's combined speed and tricks. There's one that are just for tricks. It's a great game. What about I don't Turok? Actually, I don't actually Turok oh, maybe Turok maybe yeah. But are they gonna put the the issue is are they gonna put violent games on there? I guess it's really not that violent now. Let me go see if there's other ones we've missed in my collection. I'm going to just say it right now, I don't really like Mario Kart 64 that much. Yeah, I think it's the worst Mario Kart. I don't think it's that good, but it's going to be on there. Um, what's What else? I've got a list of games here in front of me. Again, yeah. I did say the WWF games for PlayStation Classic would be good. but And there'd be some good N64 yeah, ones, too. I mean, even, even if you go back to, like, the WCW, uh, oh, mercy. like, uh, like uh, NWO Revenge is a great game. Even the first yeah. one, World Tours. No good. Mercy, where the save actually works. That, that would be, be great. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, yeah. so these are the games. I have No Mercy, WWF Attitude, Pokemon Snap. I could see that. Be- or Pokemon yeah. Stadium. Yeah, I could see them putting yeah. Snap on there. Uh, the World is Not Enough. They won't put on, but Goldeneye maybe. Wipeout 64, I think, is underrated. Oh. It's a Star Wars game, but pod racing. Yeah, the pod racing one's great. I've got 1080 Snowboarding, Mission Impossible, which won't be on there. Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey, which won't be on there. Did oh, he... Cruising, Cruising USA. Oh, was Cruising fun. USA, yeah, or, or San Francisco Rush. Yeah, that's my favorite racing game on the N64. For you know sure. what's actually a really underrated racing game for N64? Beetle Adventure Racing. Yeah, that was in one of the lists of like top games. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck? It's like, but... so obviously you can only drive VW Beetles, but the courses are like seven minutes long and they're like legitimately like beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I've got Mario Party, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, Perfect Dark. Army Men and International Superstar Soccer 64. Those are all the games that I own. It, w- it I, so was I on. Get, I should get Jet Force Gemini. It was on 64, yeah. but I could for sure see it see it being on the PS Classic. <coughs> uh, Resident Evil, probably the second one. Oh, Resident yeah. Evil yeah. Two. Uh, I would love it. It's not going to be on there, and it's an, yet another one that's not going to be on there. Uh, but uh, NFL Blitz. Oh yeah, fuck that's great. Awesome. What about Clay Fight sixty three and a half? Ooh, that would be awesome. Yeah, you've I referenced loved, that a bunch of times. I loved yeah. Clay Fighter. Tiny, we always fought as Tiny. Yeah, who was a giant 
muscly clay man against the the big snowman was the big boss right yes you know what a fun game was as well uh toy story 2 yeah toy story games they were both good i think disney, it was two disney licensed games for nintendo systems back in the day used to be very good. oh yeah well lion king and aladdin are like for for super nintendo. undisputably two of the best super nintendo games yeah the DuckTales game for... Oh, uh, DuckTales is unreal. For Game Boy, which I think was a port of the original NES game as well. Was yeah, the original side. NES was the one I was talking about, but yeah. And Tailspin was really good too. Oh, yeah. we oh. oh and Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. That was also a good game for NES. Fuck. Okay, well... Um, I hope you enjoyed that little... Uh, yeah, the trip down video game memory lane. Exactly. Uh, I, I think we covered pretty much all of them. I'm so just yeah. surprised that you guys were not uh, PlayStation guys. No, not until the PS4, honestly. Yeah. And you know what it was? Is I fucking hated the controller. And, I, we, and we've talked about controllers. And now it's the best controller. And now it is the best controller. So. Oh, Super Smash Bros. be on there. That might be the fighting game that gets on That's there. That's true, yeah. Oh, just, yeah. How the fuck do we forget that? Yeah, I'm just shit. looking at top-rated Nintendo. Yeah, so Blast Core is on here, which I talked about. Um, well, we have a lot of clips this week. We have so many clips. We should, yeah, we'll we should probably get to that. Yeah, we yeah, should. Power through them. Yeah, we talked about the NFL earlier, of course. A uh, gentleman who got himself into some hot water with the NHL this offseason was Jalen Ramsey, who was talking about how it would take him five months to become a high-end NHL player, yep. uh, which the NHL did not appreciate very much because, of course, as we mentioned, they are uh, humorless and awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aside from, it should be noted, Evgeny Kuznetsov, who was like, I think this is great. I'll teach him how to play. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, but he, of course, is one of the great quotes in the National Football League, and he was at it again last week saying he would definitely love to – Oh, not, I wouldn't know. He didn't say that he would love to do it, but he would do it because that's what the game is all about. He would hit his grandmother if it came to that. There's no friendships on the football field. Uh, when you when you play the game of football, I feel like um, to respect the game, you have to play it fierce. You got to play it. I, I, I don't believe in having friends on the field. Like, I mean, if my brother, if my dad, if my mom, grandma was out there, like, it's it's on. Like after the game, we can be cool. It doesn't matter. That's how I feel like you got to respect the game of football. The fo- football is not a game meant to be played, being nice to each other and, and all that. Like kumbaya. Um, but after the game's over with, that's cool. You wouldn't really. No, I definitely would. She know that. <laughs> My grandma know that. I love you, but she know that. <laughs> oh, oh so excellent. He is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, our next clip comes to us from uh, training camp for the Pittsburgh Penguins, where, you know, one of the first questions you get asked when players come in for camp, I feel like, is, what did you get up to in the off season? Yeah. Phil Kessel had this to say. You do anything fun this summer? No, same old shit, you know. <laughs> I love Phil. Uh, I love Phil Kessel so much. Oh, uh, we go from there. Staying with hockey now. Of course, it was Eugene Melnick who made waves last week with his little sit-down interview he did with uh, Mark Borowiecki. Right, well, they okay. So everyone keeps saying like for years it was like Mark Borowiecki. Everybody pronounced it like that. Now for some reason it's Mark Borowiecki. What? So we've all just decided that that's how we're supposed to pronounce it now. Yeah. There's a B in the middle? Of the yeah, the W is pronounced like a B. Borobietsky. What the fuck? It's super weird. I saw someone tweet about it being like, oh, cool. Yeah, so you just want to make your name more difficult for everyone to say? Cool, cool. Great stuff. Well, Pierre Dorian was on with the Sportsnet crew last night, and <laughs> he was asked a pretty simple question. 
I think. I think we can all agree this is a very simple question. <laughs> it's literally, is there anything you feel optimistic about? Anything. Anything at all. All he had to say was like, I think Brady Kachuk is the future of this franchise. You know? Yeah, That's yeah. it. That's literally all. Here's what he said. One thing you're optimistic about in terms of the Ottawa Senators. We're a team. <laughs> now, Ian Mendez tweeted that Pierre Dorian uh, is uh, uh, English is not his first language. And so he, uh, he does always take his time with answers like that to gather his thoughts. Uh, but regardless, that is insanely funny. Well, the and look on his face is telling, though, also right? That, yeah. Yeah. It's, also, it's yeah. not like he doesn't understand or he's like gathering no. his English words. He has the same look as like Ben Affleck in that Batman versus Superman interview where he just like he realizes that these DC comic films are like his life now. And you just see, like, the depression swell in him. Yeah, I feel like I saw someone tweet about that. <laughs> it was me. I'm oh, just, was I'm it? I'm just saying that's the look no, of right. a man who is, oh, like, yeah, realizing sure. what he has in store for himself for the next several years. Yeah. And it's nothing but gloom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not a good situation, that's for sure. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, like that's the simple question though, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. You yes. got to have an answer plan for that. Oh, we think yes. Mark Stone's going to have a big year. Matt Duchesne, we're going to try and re-sign. Yeah, like you say, Brady Kachuk thinks he's going to be really good. He said, we're a team, which is literally, what are you optimistic about? Well, we haven't been folded by the league yet. <laughs> like, what? what do you guys have to look forward to here on Real Good Show? Well, we're a podcast. Um, <laughs> Our final clip this week. Oh, this is. I don't might even be know. the best of them all. Yeah, I don't even know how this is real. This comes to us from the Boston Globe, uh, where it couldn't come from anywhere else. Yeah, no. I, I guess these guys are a couple of Southies. What are we calling them here? Yeah, I just said townies. Townies. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's right though. I don't know what they're. I don't know what you call these guys. Who who found something apparently on the side of the road? I have questions about their story personally. <laughs> sure, don't we all? Uh, but this is uh. Oh, it explains itself. I'll just let it play. Now, we have our coffee. We're, on, we're driving on McGrath Highway in Somerville. And I noticed a couple cars swinging, like, moving to the right. And we seen something in the street. And he's like, Louie, what is that? What is I'm like, I don't know. I don't, what is it? So I ran across the highway to grab it. We brought it in the car. We had no idea what it was. It was wrapped up in a, a brown paper bag. First thing I said, this belongs to the Red Sox. This yeah. is for Fenway Park. Yeah. Like, how do we have this? Like, nobody made this. This belongs to the park. I'm thinking that they hang it off the green monster. Yeah. We want to give it back to them because it belongs to them. And it doesn't yeah. belong to us. Yeah. But in, in reciprocation, we would like, you know, maybe to go yeah. to a nice playoff game. Yes. Or we were looking... For something, we just don't want to hand it over to them, right? I mean, no, no. we need to negotiate here. We want yeah. to, we're looking for Listen, like you know, we're we, working too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my man had to run across three lanes of traffic, but we know that that's the original one. We were told there was only one made, yeah. We were told there was only one so band made. At that point, that tells us, but then they told us they had a duplicate. So if they do try to put a duplicate up, 
You yep. best believe we're gonna show up and say we have the right one. That's not the yep. right. That's not the original. So we're hoping that they don't make one and they and they put the right one up. We're hoping they do the right thing. Yep. You know, we did the right thing. We could have kept it. We could have put it on eBay. We could, you know, we got connections where we could have reached out to other sources. We're big supporters of the Red Sox. And we want to see them win, and we want this banner to go back on Lansdowne Street or wherever it belongs. Unreal. God, I can't believe those guys are real. Unreal. I don't know why halfway it turned into like a mob negotiation. Yeah. Like, now we got guys we could sell this to. Look, we're working uh, too. Yeah, we're working. Hey, my <laughs> man had to run across three lanes. <laughs> And Buddy, who's doing the negotiating, he sounds drunk. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you oh, got, he, uh, he is, probably. You guys say you got a duplicate. Well, we got the original. <laughs> people are going to know. Yeah, people are going to know. Not that's the not right the real banner. One. Not the real one. It's a fugazi. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, I always remember, that's, it, that's from Donnie Brasco, one of the 10 movies I saw in 2001. And uh, that, that's when. I didn't when, see it because there was a. A shooting at a theater during that movie. Oh, and really? I, and that was in my local. That's a great movie. You've never seen it to this day? No. Some, oh, fantastic some, movie. Th- somebody, it was in North Van, I'm pretty sure. The, my local theater, like somebody was in the theater watching Donnie Brasco and some guy walked in and shot him and then left through the fire exit of the theater. Jesus, was what? That's yeah, crazy. So I was like, I'm not going to see that. I'm going to get shot during the movie. That's crazy. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking this up. Uh, but how yeah. Are, so how the, are the questions looking this week? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say there's that's how he gets in. He he says he's like a jewel expert, and that's how Johnny Depp, he's playing an FBI agent. That's how he gets in with Al Pacino. He's like looking at the dime. He's like, "You fucking kidding me? You fucking kidding me with this? You bring this to me? It's a fugazi." I was like, <laughs> "What does that even mean?" And just for my whole life, I just always remembered that word. It's I fake. think it's maybe like Fugazi, like he's trying to say Fugazi, but then the, Fugazi stands for fucked up, got ambushed, zipped in, which is ba- like an army abbreviation for like, we're fucked. Like we yep. got we got caught behind enemy lines. So I don't know how a <laughs> diamond is a Fugazi. It's a slang word which refers to something that is fake or damaged beyond repair. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah. How did you spell it? With a, with a Y on the end instead of an I. Oh, okay. So that's, okay. Because I was like, Fugazi, I know. Despite Fugazi. A, despite a popular belief that this is an Italian slang word, the etymology is completely unknown. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. you're right. This All is right. a, uh, yeah, this is a, a thing, Justin. I'm not, not that you were wrong, but 1997 North Van Theater murder. Told you. Yeah, apparently wow. former Olympic snowboarder Ryan Wedding was the suspect in a Vancouver murder, but no information is provided about exactly what police here were told about Hassan Shirani, a co-accused in the Wedding cocaine smuggling case who has already pleaded guilty. Yeah, it was at Esplanade. Yeah, a young man with gang links was shot to death as he watched the gangster flick Donnie Brasco in the Esplanade 6 movie theater. It was a shocking slaying at the time. Some moviegoers yeah. thought the shooting was a publicity stunt linked to promotion well, that, of the film. That's the theater that I always went to as a kid. I was 10 years old at the time. Not that I would go see Donnie Brasco at age 10. Yeah, anyway. no, it's not. But, uh, <laughs> it's a fugazi. <laughs> Anyways, we will go from there into our top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. 
Anything good in the mailbag this week? Oh, you bet, bud. Uh, pretty good week overall. It was fun. We were supposed to record Monday, and then, like Stefan said, we had some schedule conflicts, so now we're recording Wednesdays. So these questions had just two days to just marinate in our inbox, mm-hmm. and they're, they're solid questions. This first one comes in from at Mitch Cage. Uh, much like Vontae Davis quitting mid-game, which Canucks player can you see quitting at intermission, and which would have the least effect on the outcome of that game slash season? I mean, last year, Burmistrov kind of, like, did that. Yeah, he did. Right. Not, like, mid-game, but he wasn't getting... Like, he went to Russia, He was so. playing on the fourth line, in and out of the lineup, and I think yeah. it was, like, December. It was right before Christmas. He was just like, well, I'm done. So my realistic answer, and I hope it doesn't come true, is Goldobin, because I love Goldobin, and it does seem as though they're giving him a lot of chances this year based on training camp and the one preseason game yesterday. So I hope it's not true, but I could see him packing his shit in the middle of the game and going back to Russia. Because, <laughs> like, why Why not? He's going to get more money there. He's going to get more ice time. He's a good player. And yeah. It seems like Travis Green hated him last year. So um, hopefully they give him the ice time, and hopefully that does not happen. Well, Vontae Davis said that he realized his days were done, that he just didn't belong on the field anymore, right? So I would think that the closest analog to that on the Vancouver roster would be Louis Erickson, yes. who, who would probably stick around even if he did have the realization that he doesn't belong, just because he's still due, like, what, $24 million oh, over the next four money. years? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of caused... Man, uh, has he only been here for two years? I thought it was three. Yeah, man. Is it no, two? This is, this is his third year. Oh, man, that contract is a piece of it's shit. so bad. But Awful. it's funny because the people defending it are like, well, they weren't going to be good while they signed it anyway, and then they can just uh, expose him to the to the expansion draft for Seattle. So, really, it's a good contract. Right, the same thing that they said about Lucas Bezo. Yeah. yeah, the same. Yeah, it's it's the whole thing where like it's impossible to sign a bad contract because it's possible you'll be able to get rid of it at one point. Yeah, That's so well, what, when they signed Mackenzie Stewart, the guy, the deaf fighter who obviously was not a professional player yes. who sucked in the WHL. When I criticized that contract, what did I hear back from the apologist? Oh, maybe they signed him as the bar to clear that if you ha- you have to be better than this guy. What's That's- that's what? what you do for sure. What? Yeah. What? Anyway, uh, yeah, I would I would think that Louis Erickson could just realize in the middle of the game, like I I don't have it anymore. You know, like I didn't have it I when I was already with the realized Sedins. that he has to realize. Maybe that, yeah. maybe he's hoping that like these young Swedish kids and like Pedersen and Dolan can come in and like spark him up again. That he'll feel like that youthfulness just being around some young Swedes. But if that doesn't happen, then he'll realize, oh, I'm done. I think he just doesn't care. Like, yeah. I remember Justin Bourne, past guest, uh, talking about that on a podcast where he said, like, as much as people, like, don't want to believe it, there are players who, like, legitimately don't care. Like, they're just, they're like, I'm good at hockey. I can make money at it. And then once they get their big contract, they don't give a shit about winning. Obviously, if you're Louis Erickson, he couldn't have possibly cared about winning. He could have gone to any number of places and he chose possibly the worst team in the NHL at that time or like the worst prospects for the future at that time and signed a six-year deal with them. So, you know, there are guys that just don't care. And I think Louis Erickson seems to be one of those. He's like, I got my money. I'm living in a city I like. Who gives a shit? All good. Yeah, why All not? good, baby. But yeah, that would also have the least impact on the rest of the season. If yeah. He, if he were just like, stop 
feel like if anything, it would have a positive effect on the rest of the season. I have Make two, room for a kid. I have two answers for this. I think first possibility is Jake Vertanen because he's just had enough of all the criticism. He can't yep. handle it anymore. He's just like, you know what? This is what it is. Uh, and the other one is Chris Tanev because he just gets another unlucky injury. And he's like, you know what? For God's sakes. I've had enough of this garbage bullshit. All I'm doing is just getting hurt more and more in stupider and stupider ways. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. That's Next fair. question comes in from Yerky21, longtime listener, past listener of the year. What is the highest profile country whose national men's ice hockey lineup you think you could crack? <sighs> I'm going to I'll take a look at the IIHF World Hockey rankings here to help us out. So, so here's the thing. I can't skate. Justin, can you skate? We've I can, talked about I, this, but... I can skate forwards. Well, that okay. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think either one of you can skate. No. So, oh, well, Stefan, you admit John, it. you I admit it. I mean, I can stand up and I can move around and I can kind of stop, but I I not I can't skate really is what it comes down to. Like right. I can walk, I can move around a bit, but um so that, that plays a role because you're good at hockey, John. Uh, yeah. I mean, I played all growing up. I played rep hockey in Ontario, and I still play occasionally. The thing is, I, I'm kind of – where I'm at with this is it's like a very similar uh, – it's a very similar thing to what Kyle Wellwood said when we had him on the show, and we asked him, like, how, like, how badly would you dominate beer league? And he was kind of like, now or when I'm in shape? And I kind of feel like the same. Like, if I had a year – to be like, you're going to get on this national team, you got to train for a year, then it's a, the, I think the answer is different than like, you got to go play in the World Sea Championships tomorrow. Yeah. So I would say like, I don't know, it's just so hard because like you look at the teams on here and you look down the list and you're like, Jesus, like really like Poland? I couldn't get on Poland? And they're 21st. And like, I mean, I'm sure I probably couldn't, but, like, you're just like, how is Poland really that good at hockey, you know? What about, like, Bulgaria or something? So, there's, like, so... Bulgaria's 38th. Yeah, so there... So that is, I think we're getting, like, obvious... I think the question is more for John, because Justin and I are very bad at hockey, and the answer for us would be, like, uh, you know, what's that, the, 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 the country final, the in final. the middle... It, Country in the middle of the Sahara Desert that isn't really a country. The Maybe final not. ranked team is 50th, and it's Kuwait. Stefan, I feel like Quick. we could make the Kuwait team. No, I don't, I don't think know, we I could, don't think because, could. Because it's all going to be like Canadian expats living over there. Yeah, like if you can't skate, then I don't think there's any way you would be able the to The Kuwait team. team will be like beer, like slight, like it'll be good beer league guys probably. I'll like, fight my way probably... out of the team. Well, that's <laughs> you could do that, yeah. Not, you can't skate. So, I mean, we've already had this argument, but there's no doubt in my mind I would beat you up on the ice. Uh, Turkmenistan is 49th. Yeah, like, so I'm seeing... 48th is shared between Bosnia and Herzegovina. I've never even heard of that country before. <laughs> Are you, you never jo- heard of Herzegovina? Are you joking? No. You thought it shared? Yeah. That's, oh, that, that's, oh, one, that's country. one country. There's just, uh, that's ampersand? their name, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I've heard of Bosnia answer, before. In, in terms of the top 50... None of them for for Justin and I. I would but say. What about you, John? Well, so like oh, I'm Stephen, kind of, we're gonna make the United Arab Emirates team. I'm okay, kind of no. I'm kind of eyeing like number th- number twenty five is Lithuania, 
I feel like okay. I mean I feel like I gotta be kind of close there. Number thirty is Serbia, and number thirty-one is Spain. Like you I could feel for like sure I, make Iceland. Yeah, like Iceland's thirty-two, and like I mean Gunnar Stahl retired, so <laughs> that oh, that's a center spot right there, wide open. Exactly. Um, but yeah, okay. like to me, I've I got, think I've so- got highlights, John. If you want to see these, Kuwait versus the Philippines. 2018 okay. IIHF yeah. Hockey Challenge Cup. Yeah, that'd be great actually so to can, see because Kuwait's see number 50. Yeah, so I'm going to send this to you in Slack. Yeah, show, right throw it in the Slack. Let's take a look and, here. And let me know because like these guys can skate. Like these guys, there's no fucking way Justin and I could make this team because these guys can actually like skate. And yeah, run. like you said, it's probably mostly expats that live there now or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so I just I just posted it in there. Okay, so let me take a look here. I'm opening this bad boy up for Justin and I to watch. So Kuwait, oh. Kuwait's number fifty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Philippines is not ranked. They they do not look good. Oh yeah, there's no question. I oh yeah, I would easily be on these. Like not even close. I would be on this these teams. This looks like beer league. It it yeah. That's what I was thinking watching. I was like, this is just a beer league game. Yeah. So you is, could make this. Team oh, sure. easily. I mean, this yeah. isn't even close. I mean, yeah. So this makes me feel a lot more confident that I would be like. Around thirty, I'd I think say. I could fight on that team. You can't skate though, so <laughs> these that, guys can all. These guys can all at least. If skate, you can't Justin. skate, you can't fight. Justin. I can skate. It doesn't. I can't stop. Yeah, I, I could skate up to somebody and grab them and start punching them. That's think, what I'm gonna do. I don't think you could. I can. I don't think you can. If you're not strong on your skates, you're just gonna get ragdolled to the ice. Like I don't think if I if I let you skate up to me and let you grab me, mm. I honestly don't think you would land a punch. I would ragdoll you and you I wouldn't be able to beat I wouldn't be able to knock you down or beat you up, but I don't think you'd be able to land a clean shot on me. If you did yeah, it'd be but, pure luck. But it's not it's not you, it's people who play for the Philippines. Sure, yeah, that, and which is fair. <laughs> that's I'll give you that. That's that's fair enough. Um, yeah, Justin just gets hired by OPEC to <laughs> to destroy Kuwait from the inside. Um, but yeah, I would say I yeah, that's where I'm putting myself somewhere in that like Lithuania, which is 25th overall, to Spain 31st, somewhere in that range would be my guess. That's with I would say I'd have to have a little bit of training because I haven't played regular hockey in a couple of years. But if I if I could even do like a month long training camp. I'd be good. But yeah, that hockey you just played was fucking horrible. That's no I would easily could play that. Uh, okay, and then our three hundred point question comes in from Terry Phillips at Blackcomb Terry. Someone hires us, the real good boys, to conduct a wedding and perform at the reception. What role do each of you do and how does it all go? I think it goes without saying, unquestionably, I am the wedding DJ. Oh, I thought you were gonna say wedding singer. Well, is oh, there a band? Go for. Is there going to be a band? Yeah, sure. Sure, I'll yeah. be yeah, the or Yeah, but yeah, you could also But I could also DJ. just be like, coming up, it's the first day. I don't know. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's, pull that off for sure. Would you be the MC, John? That's what I was thinking, yeah. I think I would be the MC. Uh, and then, what yeah. would I be? I don't Justin would be the efficient. You'd be the efficient. Okay. Oh, that's okay. good, yeah. yeah. I see that, yeah. Yeah. And then, okay. yeah, because I think that... I mean, I've emceed several weddings before. It usually goes well. You could also I mean, play drums in the wedding I band. I could play drums in the wedding band. And then, yeah, Justin could be the we- the wedding DJ. I like that you're like, coming up next. Like you were doing it like <laughs> it, you're on the radio. This yeah. wedding brought to you by Speedy Autoglass. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think. Everybody make your way out onto the dance floor. Of course, the dance floor brought to you by 
Pressler Injury Lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> if you slip and fall on this dance floor, you know who to call. <laughs> slip and fall, you know who to call. <laughs> Resler injury lawyers. I could be the guy throwing the bouquet. I mean, I know the I know the lady's supposed to do that, but I think I'd be good at that. Well, you can throw the girdle. That's what the guy throws, right? Oh, right. Yeah, I could do that too. You yeah, can also can just like throw like the rice or whatever, right? Oh yeah, I could, I'd be the ring bearer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like some people get their dogs to be the ring bearer. Yeah, like you I could, could be pull the... that off. I think I could do that. Yeah, easily. Yeah, dog a can do it. Dog. Yeah, kick that dog's ass. <laughs> I think you would be a pretty you'd be a pretty funny officiant for sure. I mean that would be super funny. Would it be f- funny if uh, it turns out that I was like super Christian this whole time and I just <laughs> never told you guys? Guys, I think that uh, we can all agree God is as big a part of this marriage. <laughs> He's what? like, whoa! Justin and I are just sitting in the back, like Stefan knows a lot about the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> super crazy. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it, it's it's it's. I feel bad because I feel like Terry was asking this question, assuming that we were just going to have like really stupid answers. But I do legitimately. I mean, I could bartend also. I do legitimately feel like we would be good at all of those things. Yeah. Yes. Like I've had people. Yes. I'm in the case. Okay, this is a weird thing. And maybe Justin, you get this too, just because you're, you know, you've done stand up before and also with your radio job and people know that you're a good public speaker. Like I'm in a weird place with a lot of my acquaintances where I'm like, I'm either the MC or I'm not invited. Like, I've heard people be like, oh, yeah, I emceed so-and-so's wedding. They are actually talking about getting you. But then they decided to, like, a- they asked me instead. Mm-hmm. And then I told them they should get you because you're way better than me. And then they didn't. And so it's like that weird thing where, like, I didn't get invited to the wedding, but I was being considered to be the MC. Like, it's very odd. Like, I emceed a wedding last summer for a teacher buddy of mine. And him and I are, like, friends. We see each other at work, but we, like, do not hang out outside of work. And I've met his, like, now wife. I had met her, like, three times before the wedding. But they had come and seen me do comedy a bunch. So they were like, oh, you should emcee our wedding. Like, that'd be awesome. And I was like, okay. I knew nothing about the bride at all. And so I just had to be kind of like, all right, well. Just tell jokes. Cool. Yeah, I mean, and it's fine. Like, it worked out fine. It's not like it was bad. Yeah. But it was just kind of like, you're just kind of like, oh, this is sort of interesting that I would. Like, I don't think I would have been invited as not the MC, you know? I've been told that I might be the MC for a bunch of weddings that haven't and may not ever happen. Uh, oh, yeah, you get the whole, like, yeah, 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 yeah. the potential MC. Exactly. I've had yeah. that. I ha- my be- One of my best buddies got pretty weepy one night and told me that and asked me to be his best man. And well, there uh, you he's go. still not engaged, and that was nine years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still together. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like they broke up. It was like they're both like student. They're both like master's students. At the time, they were still an undergrad. And so it was like one of those things where they kind of had this big talk, and they decided that they were going to get married. And then like a year later, decided that they weren't going to get married. And so they've just been together this whole time, but they never actually got married. But I got asked to be his best man <laughs> nine years ago. So yeah, so it's definitely that kind of situation of like oh you'd be the perfect mc and then it's like yeah maybe i would be (laughs) some point down the line i guess we'll see maybe never yeah uh but we will go from there into everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch the cherry on top of our cynical sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large one good thing 
a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Going with a video game. Okay. I'm going with, uh, it was uh, an open beta for Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and they have a new Battle Royale mode that is so much fucking fun and is basically everything I'm looking for in a multiplayer uh, first-person shooter. Uh, and I don't think, when that comes out, I'm not playing PUBG anymore because it's basically all the good stuff about PUBG, but it's way faster, uh, way smoother. Um, the gunplay is better. Uh, the movement is better. Uh, it's just better. So uh, that's Call of Duty Black Ops 4, the Battle Royale. Uh, Blackout, I think is what they call it. That's my recommendation. Sounds like your girlfriend's talking about me. Way faster, way smoother, better gunplay. <laughs> I just don't understand why Fortnite is so popular in the first place, right? Fortnite I can get because it's it, they they're very very good at like updating it and adding new things to keep you interested. But it's just it's, a ripoff of PUBG, which isn't PUBG better anyways. Well, it's not I mean, it's it's a totally different game. It's Fortnite again is is a faster game as well and um it's PUBG is just a glitchy mess and has been for a while, but it's still fun. Sounds like very, your very girlfriend's slow. describing me. <laughs> but uh, Fortnite's not for me because I just can't get into like the building part of it. But this one is just like an, a Call of Duty game, and I love the original Black Ops, and this reminds me a lot of that. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited for it. Right on. All right. My one good thing this week is a TV show, and that TV show is Ballers. Really? Ooh. I've never seen an episode of the show. But I'm going to tell you why I'm recommending it this week, because I had dinner at my parents' house last night, and uh, you guys have both met my father, and you've yeah. been around my father when he made potentially one of the most awkward speeches anyone's ever made <laughs> at any point in life, and at my 30th birthday. Very true. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, my dad, so we're sitting down for family dinner last night, and my dad goes, my dad goes, yeah, your mom and I have been watching this uh, this baller show. You ever seen that? And I said, no, I, no, I've never seen it. I've heard it's like pretty good, though. I mean, I've heard it's not that good, but it's I'm talking to my parents. I'm like, yeah, I've heard it's pretty good, though. And my dad goes, yeah, it's it's pretty good if you can get past all the smut. And I was like, oh, because it's weird for you'd figure my dad would be the type of guy who wouldn't care about that, but he's actually like a bit of a prude. He doesn't like sex stuff in TV shows. Right. And I said, and I said, oh yeah, is it is it like dirtier or whatever? And he's like, well, they're just every time they're doing it on that show, they're doing it from behind. They're always doing it from behind <laughs> on that show. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? He's like, yeah. He goes, they're always just, it's just gross. They're always just doing it from behind. He's like. Is that what sex is now? Everybody just doing it from behind? This is what he asks me at family dinner. Oh, my God. And so I was like, uh, I, I, I literally just was sitting there. I'm like, I, I have no comment. Like, what, how, what am I supposed to say to that, to my yeah. phone father? I was like, Dad, like, I was like, do you really expect me to answer that question? He's like, well, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. He's like, we were watching this other show. Uh, have you ever have you seen this show? The Rain, I think is what it was called. I was like, no, I've never seen it. He's like, same thing in that show. Everybody doing it from behind. It's like, I just feel like that's a new thing. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know if it's worse if he had called it doggy style. or I'm not sure. But it I'm going to say it's a framing thing. You can get both of their faces in the shot at the same time. Oh, probably. I would say that I've never <laughs> even thought about it. Like It's a fucking weird thing to be thinking about. 
<laughs> I like that you like you were so serious about it. Too. You're like, well, I think it's because they get both their faces in the shot. Yeah, you can film. No, and that's yeah, pro- yeah. and you're probably right, but I just I never even thought about it. But yeah, so I'm recommending Ballers only because of that conversation. Yeah, it seems dad. like the entourage of football. Yeah, right? total. I think that's kind of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the Rock is like the Ari Gold in the show. Yeah, and what's yeah. his yeah. name? Uh, Denzel Washington's son from Black Klansman is in it, too. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm going to recommend an Instagram account this week. Oh, okay. It belongs to Bill Oakley. Uh, Bill Oakley was the showrunner of The Simpsons for seasons seven and eight. Uh, He is responsible for, of course, steamed hams, which is a big thing on the internet that just won't stop for some reason. Everybody loves a good steamed ham. They do. Uh, But he does... Uh, fast food reviews on his Instagram that are really like well shot and edited and they're all less than 59 seconds long and every single one of them ends with like a very funny punchline somehow so uh, I definitely recommend it's at that Bill Oakley and he does uh, fast food reviews in less than a minute and it's very very funny I had I watched all of them in a row yesterday took probably like 20 minutes I had an excellent time, and he's just a very funny man. He also was the showrunner and creator of uh, Mission Hill, if you ever watched that on, like, Teletoon back in the day. No. Uh, that's a good show, too. But yeah, I have sampled some of their wines, though. Am I right, guys? Getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Oakley's Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Recorded once again in the Real Good Studios. Our producer, Daniel Cazetto, absent this week because he had to work. We're recording in the afternoon, unfortunately. Yeah, but uh, real job. Disgusting. Thoughts and prayers with him. Uh, Bless up. <laughs> Bless up. Bless up to Daniel C. <laughs> if you want to support the program, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow. The final episode of the Summer of Sheldon, Real Good Sheldon, went up this past weekend. And I think most people uh, enjoyed that whole run. Yeah. I, we, we talked last week about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun to do. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to see what we're forced to watch next. Yeah. I might have an idea on that front, actually. I'm surprised no one stepped Jesus. up yet. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, there's a pretty, pretty, there's a good, bad movie about basketball that we could <laughs> we could watch if we're so inclined. Oh, okay. oh, you're just choosing it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant you got, someone told you they were going to, they were going to. No, no, no. I mean, if just... nobody picks, we got to come up with something to do, right? That's right. So yeah. yeah, for October, I guess. Yeah. 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 Anyways, we got a mailbag coming up. There's been a ton of great questions that we haven't yeah, been able to get to on the sure. show lately. So that should be a good one. Look for that sometime next week, I'm sure. Uh, but, of course, you can head on over to the blog, realgoodshow.com, and find photos and videos of every single thing that we talked about this week. And, of course, it always helps us out if you rate and review the program on iTunes. Gentlemen, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, mm, well, uh, donate to the Patreon, please, that Justin was just talking about, and also subscribe to the Go Off Kings. Uh, if you if you're if you have a gift sub, if someone's gifted you a sub for the rest of September, you can resubscribe for one dollar, and it'll be and we'll get the full amount of money for it. Uh, this is my source of income right now, the podcast and the stream. So, any support is much appreciated. Thank you. Um, I don't, uh, on the other hand, I don't need the money. So if you want to sub- uh, subtract your donation, uh, to the show, cause I have other, I have other jobs and unlike Justin, I remember all the ones I have, uh, 
<laughs> I would like to plug two things. Uh, Roast Battle is next week in Vancouver, Roast Battle Vancouver, uh, on September 26th. It's going to be a great show at Little Mountain Gallery, 9 p.m. Uh, if you're a fan of Top Marks as well, usually Josh Custodio is in attendance, so you can meet both him and myself next week. Maybe I'll come by if yeah, I there have you a go. hockey game. Yeah, game. perfect. It'd be great. It's such a, it's such a fun show. And uh, for those Ontario listeners, I will be doing the debaters on October 2nd in St. Catharines, Ontario. So if you uh, feel like uh, watching a CBC radio show and then uh, potentially uh, dying afterwards on the walk to your car, Please come out to St. Catharines and uh, check that out on October 2nd. The debaters will be debating Ali Hassan, uh, who hosts CBC's Q when Tom Power is out oh. of town. So very, very funny comedian. It's, uh, the, our debate topic is, is great. It's going to be super fun. So, Do you get like a little vacation out of that, or are they just flying you out? And uh, right well, it's, it, it's the same thing with comedy festivals. Like I definitely get flown out, and, and I get put up for the nights that obviously the show's on. Mm-hmm. And then they're very flexible with flying you back. Like They don't care. So like I'm staying an extra night because the Leafs home opener is on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You're, yeah. That's right at the start of the season. I'm going to go, I think. So yeah, I'm going to go. Go see the Leafs and the Habs on that uh, October third. So, so yeah. So it's kind of nice. I, I told uh, the the lady who books all the travel. I said that I would like to go. Uh, I would like to come back a day later, and she said, "Yeah, that's no problem at all." So, so yeah, it's the same thing with like when I've done just for laughs and stuff. Though, like well, the one year I wanted to stay for an extra few days, and they don't care. They know they're going to fly you back at some point. So. They're they're they, it's not their money yeah. usually either, right? Yeah. Usually the person who's booking it's like, yeah, okay, oh whatever. So so must, yeah, must be nice. So I'll be back on the Thursday, but I'm I'm very excited. I, the tickets right now are extremely expensive, but I'm trying to figure something out on that on that front. So all right, we'll, we'll see well, how it goes. Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette, Stefan Hack, John Cullen. Be real, be good, be real good. Retirement. Jobs. No, that's pretty close. Same, the same ballpark. Yeah. yeah, I'll give it a half. Yeah, yeah I'll give it a half. We're in the same yeah. universe. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, you have to retire from a job at exactly. some point. Exactly, and you have to have a job to retire. Bingo, bango. Hey, there you go. I like. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Oh, Alan, what can I do? Oh, Alan, what can I do?
have donors to thank. Yeah, let's hit that donor theme. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money. That we know. That, that we know. know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All, all your names. names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck, Fuck your, your parents. parents. Any funny names this week, John? Nah, nah, nah. We don't. Uh, especially not this first one coming up. Uh, thank you to Patrick for donating to the show. $5. Thank you, Patrick. No last name. Maybe it's so funny he did. He couldn't handle letting us know what it is. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. According to, uh, according to this, his last name is <laughs> 61. Oh, no. <laughs> I won't say all the numbers. Yeah. There's a bu- it's Patrick and then a bunch of numbers. Bunch of numbers. At a certain email address. But Thanks, yeah. Patrick. Thank you. And thank you to Hannah for, uh, for donating to the show. Uh, the name... Just the same, forwards yeah. and backwards. Yeah. I like that this continues our streak of all women who listen to the show being named either Sam or Hannah. It's true. So that is nice. I don't want to have to remember too many names, right? So no, definitely keep not. it simple for us. <laughs> Just it's keep nice. it simple. Hannah, thank you for your $5 <laughs> thank donation. You, Hannah. And we also have a $5 donation from Tosh Lewis. Mm-hmm. So, Thank uh, you, Tosh. Yeah, I Thanks, grew up. Tosh. I grew up with a guy named Tosh as well, and this is the only the second person I've ever known to be named Tosh. I've heard of Tosh point but well, yeah, but that's his last but name. Tosh point Lewis, that's a new one. Yeah, not my best. No, not. I mean, yeah, more okay. like Tosh point no. There you it's, go. If uh, I could go back, I'm, that's a review of my own joke. Not. The oh, man. I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Tosh. Tosh is uh, Tosh Point. Yes, this right. this Tosh. Well, I mean, yeah. but to be fair, <laughs> zero is also the score I would have given the joke. So oh, Tosh fair. Point O kind of oh, still worked. Yeah, it works. And it does look like from the profile picture here, Tosh is a stand-up comedian. So hey, mm-hmm. if you want to send me some material, you want some tips from a pro, <laughs> he could be like way better at comedy <laughs> than me. And I'm also like, I'm just being an asshole for fun. But yeah. like, yeah, you want some tips from a pro? I can send in a little Why tape. Why not? I'll give you a little critique. I mean, you're only a $5 donor, so obviously I think we'll have to work some out there. But uh, thank you to Tosh. Thank you to everybody yeah. who donated. At the $30 level, John actually teaches a stand-up class yeah. if you donate that A master much. class, yeah. if you will. Rohit is going to be just an excellent comedian at the end of all this. Well, <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who donated. And uh, again, who donated throughout the summer of Sheldon. It was a... Uh, really good summer for us and and we love and appreciate you so thank you thank you guys so much yeah thanks anyway goodbye